from the Lord Legal Germany. I'm Volker Schulenberg, and this is the Lord Legal Podcast for the Summer Special 2022. In today's episode, we are talking about some legal aspects and the special cooperation between Scandinavia and Germany. As you just heard, my name is Volker Schulenberg, and I'm the head of the Scandinavian desk at the Lord Legal in Germany and managing the office of the Lord Legal in Hamburg. Hello, my name is Heike Humpert. I'm also a member of the Scandinavian Desk and also a lawyer in the corporate service line of Deloitte Legal in Germany. Together, we would like to give you a brief introduction to the changes of German code determination. These changes may be anticipated from the announcements of the German government in their collision agreement. The matter is not only controversially discussed by German legal practitioners, but we found that German co-determination also matters to a lot of our Scandinavian clients with the participation in a German group of companies or several German subsidiaries. As some of the envisaged changes might have an impact on the existing structure, we definitely should be kept in mind when investing in Germany on a large scale. As you may know, German law provides for regulation dealing with co-determination, i.e. we are talking about mechanisms providing for representation of employees and supervisory boards of German companies, which in German is referred to as Mitbestimmung, which literally translates as co-determination. In pieces of European legislation, it often is also referred to as employee participation. The two main areas of German co-determination, which shall be adapted according to the condition agreement, are the rules regarding the attribution of a subsidiary's employees, to a parent company for the purposes of determining the applicability of co-determination laws, as well as restricting abuse actions for avoidance of co-determination. One example explicitly mentioned in the coalition agreement are the so-called European companies, SEs, and their current ability to avoid co-determination requirements when exceeding certain employee thresholds, the so-called choosing effect. Heike. Could you please briefly explain the current rules regarding corporate co-determination in Germany so we are all on the same page? Yes, of course, no problem. The German co-determination laws apply to companies that fulfill certain criteria related to legal form and number of employees. It mainly applies to corporate companies that do not have a shareholder which is personally liable for the company's liabilities, such as the limited liability company, the GmbH, and the stock corporation Aktiengesellschaft. Companies which employ more than 500 people are subject to the one-third participation act, so-called because one-third of the supervisory board members are elected by company employees. If the company employs more than 2,000 people, however, the company becomes subject to the co-determination act, and one-half of the supervisory board members are elected by the company's employees. In such cases, a supervisory board has to be installed for the first time, even if it is not required by corporate law. We would like to point out that due to their separate legislative histories, these two acts are far from harmonized in terms of content and differ from one another in numerous, sometimes quite substantial ways. One of these differences applies to the attribution of employees to parent or group holding companies, which is one of our topics today. Volker, could you let our listeners know how the current legal situation is with respect to such attribution? Sure. Pursuant to the Co-Determination Act, that is, relating to more than 2,000 employees, employees employed by group companies or subsidiaries are already attributed to the controlling company, 
if the respective group company or, or subsidiary is directly or indirectly dependent on the controlling company. Opposed to this, with respect to companies governed by the One Third Participation Act, only in exceptional cases employees of subsidiaries are attributed to the holding, namely if the subsidiary is incorporated in German Eingliedert, which is a specific term pursuant to German group law, or the controlling company has concluded a controlled agreement, a Beherrschungsvertrag, often also referred to as domination agreement. The mere existence of a so-called de facto control or an isolated profit and loss transfer agreement does not constitute grounds for attributing the employees. So, I can. Could you please tell us what the government plans with respect to such attribution rules? Well, actually, according to the coalition agreement, the rules set forth under the Co-Determination Act should take precedent and should be transposed onto the One-Third Participation Act. This would mean that in future, a supervisory board composed of one-third employee representatives would already have to be formed at the top of the group if the group has a total of more than 500 employees without actually the existence of a control agreement being relevant. Even if these employee representatives are employees of the company or group, this would result in the group of companies covered by co-determination being significantly expanded. Since not all companies, in particular medium-sized companies, want to be subject to co-determination, there have been numerous approaches in the past to install a company structure, respectively group structures, which avoid falling under the scope of the German co-determination. One of these methods so far was to have a group of companies with several subsidiaries which had less than 500 employees, which, however, may no longer be an option after implementation of the announced changes by the government. Another tried and tested instrument for circumventing the right of co-determination has been a change to the legal form of a European company, which Falk already mentioned. More than half of the SEs existing and actually operating in the European economic area are based in Germany. Well, this is very interesting, Heike, and actually leads us to the second topic of today's podcast. Let me briefly describe the current advantages of choosing an SA as holding company. When a company is converted into an SA, which is mainly possible in the course of a change of the legal form or a cross-border merger, employee participation is based primarily on an agreement made between a special negotiation body of employees and company management. If no agreement is reached in this regard, the regime applicable to the company, which is to be converted into an SA, applies, which is a so-called freezing solution. Future changes in the number of employees in the company or its subsidiaries will then not result in the co-determination regime changing or having to be changed. For companies that are not subject to German co-determination law because the small number of employees they employ, thus the legal form of the SA opens up the possibility of permanently maintaining the status of freedom of co-determination, since co-determination may be fixed at the level existing at the time of the SA's formation. If the one-third participation applies, it remains at this level even if the number of employees rises to over 2,000. And even though the German SA Participation Act provides for a resumption of negotiations in a participation agreement if the SA plans structural changes, which would reduce the participation rights of the employees. This, according to the predominant legal opinion, does not encompass an increase of employee numbers. So, Heike, what does the government plan to avoid such freezing, and how likely do you consider that such changes may still be implemented during the current legislative period? 
Well, actually, currently, we do not know more than that the coalition wants to limit the freezing effect of SEs. At the national level, this could mean concretizing the provision on the reopening of negotiations in the event of structural changes stipulated by the SE Participation Act, or also extending the existing abuse regulation of the SE Participation Act. However, the question here is whether the coalition is aiming for purely national regulation to limit the freezing effect largely dictated by supernatural regulations, or whether an adaptation of the co-determination regulations for the SE at the European level is what they want and what would actually be required given the European basis of the SE legislation. This would imply that the new government would have to persuade the other EU member states current SE regulations are based on a 2001 European directive. Given how long it took to implement the SE in the first place, I personally believe a European regulation is unlikely and for sure may not be achieved within this legislative period. In any case, we expect to see various restructuring matters in the SME sector when the plans of the current government to adapt the German co-determination rules become more concrete. We recommend to all Scandinavian companies with participations in German companies with together more than 500 employees to closely monitor the development of the legislative process in Germany with respect to co-determination. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you.